Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. What's up, guys? Let's talk to the Star Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Livesey, here with both of my co-hosts tonight, Dalton Miller and Cole Patterson. We are just a few days away from the roster cut down uh, from 80 to 53, so we have a lot of cuts to make, and we're going to talk about them today. We've already done a few 53-man roster predictions on the show, but they were earlier on in the offseason before we even got started with training camp, so... We're going to dive into our final 53-man roster prediction today, uh, give you some thoughts on some of these guys, who will make it, who might not, who's headed to the practice squad. Uh, we're going to talk about all those. So we are going to get dive, you know, dove into that. But before we get started, how are you gentlemen doing tonight? Doing pretty well. Um, kind of crazy to think that real NFL football will be back in just over a week. Nine days, I think it's eight days is what it is. I think it's yeah. the first... Yep, it is crazy. Kind of crazy to think about. Listen, I watched probably the worst college football game to ever be played <laughs> on Saturday, and I was so happy about it. I couldn't, I could, like, I could barely even sit here at my desk watching it. I was so excited. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure it was like ten to three until the fourth quarter. Um, it was just awful. The the, the quarterbacks were terrible, but it didn't matter because it was football. Look, and this is. We're going to get NFL football professionals, the best of the best. We're going to get Cowboys, Rams. They're not going to run for 270 yards on us this time. <laughs> and the Cowboys are going to start off 1-0 and in the McCarthy era. I love the confidence. Love the confidence as well. It's almost as confident as this inside the park home run that we just saw in the Yankees and Rays game that's <laughs> going on right now. But, uh... Let's dive into this bad boy. We're going to start off with the offense in the front half of this uh, podcast. Um, you know, I feel like some of these positions are going to be pretty easy to predict, but I, I do want to go through them. I think the quarterback position has an interesting one that I know Dalton's going to like talking about. Um, you know, I have them keeping three quarterbacks. That's Dak Prescott, Andy Dalton. You dang Andy. right they are. You dang right they're keeping three. <laughs> All right. I actually do have them keeping three. Do you really think they will keep three, or do you think that they're going to try to slide Danucci onto the practice squad? I think they'll keep three. Um, I think from what I've seen from Mike McCarthy, he already liked keeping three around. And I think with COVID, I mean, you, you don't want to lose a guy who you could, you could potentially put in there because if Andy and Dak get COVID, they're not going to be able to play. Jesus. Just, but do you get what I'm saying? Like, I get what you're saying. But it's like, what I'm trying to say is that 
Dak and Andy are going to be together. So right. you're going to have Danucci on the roster. Um, I, I don't, I can't imagine he'll dress in, in the as you know one of the 46. But they'll have him on the active 53 man roster just in case those guys who are going to be together all of the time. They're going to zoom in Ben. Ben's just going to get zoomed into the meetings and stuff. Um, because you have to have those backup plans this year. It's just yeah. it's a funky season. So I don't think that you can cool. go with two quarterbacks because if you lose a guy you like because you're trying to get him to the practice squad, well, then you screwed yourself for having a guy that if, if that situation happens. Well, also, you know, we'll talk about this as we go, but the way I broke it all down and numbered it all out, like you kind of have an extra spot or two this year. And if you're going to have an extra spot or two, like save it for that third quarterback, a guy like you said, you don't really want to lose it at a very important position. Um, I'd rather save that third quarterback than like that seventh or eighth linebacker who's going to be inactive all the time and really never make an impact. But uh, Cole, what's your thoughts on the quarterback position? Do you think they'll carry two or three? Yeah, I mean, you all kind of swayed me into thinking they'll keep three. Um, I wasn't a huge believer they'd keep two. I mean, keep more than two. Not because um, Danucci's not good or anything or anything like that. I just wasn't sure if they needed um, more than two with, with Dak's uh, durability, um, with Andy Dalton being a proven backup, all those kind of uh, factors. I mean, as funny as it is, or I guess kind of crazy to think about it, as it is, um, it all makes a good point with COVID and all that kind of stuff. We do want to kind of, kind of want to have some insurance. And then kind of just with the uh, resources they put in. Not that a seventh-round pick is a gigantic resource or anything like that, but they did spend a draft pick on him. They didn't want to have to battle teams out to sign him as a UDFA. So it shows that they do like him. And um, I, think, I think it does make a lot of sense to keep three just because of all the factors going in. So y'all definitely uh, pull me into that corner. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. Yeah, I think we all are in agreement that they're going to keep three and it'll be Prescott, Dalton, and Danucci. Um Now this is a little bit different because when we did this prediction earlier uh, in the off season, we had them keeping three running backs, but uh, I think they're only going to go with two. Do you, are you guys in agreement there? Yeah. Um, I was with you back then. I think they would keep three but, I mean, um, just if you're going to keep three quarterbacks, I think you do have to be go short at other positions. And Ezekiel and Tony Pollard are both really quality, very quality running backs. Um, we obviously expect Pollard to take that next step with Mike McCarthy, kind of excited what he does, and we know Zeke is Zeke. Um, but I guess the only other thing is, uh, and Kobe doesn't really only affect quarterbacks, so what are you going to do if Zeke or Pollard uh, are infected or exposed or anything like that? Um but I don't know, who, who would you say has the best chance of being that third guy if they do keep three? Rico Von Rico is from what I've, what yeah, I've been hearing. Rico okay. Dottle sounds like he's been the the probably that next best guy. And, okay. you know, I think, honestly, I think the reason they keep two is they probably feel pretty good about being able to get at least two of the three other backs onto the practice yeah. squad. So I yeah. think that's, you know, that's probably going to go into it for sure. Um you know, they could always just bring in Leonard Fournette and just have the no. best running back. <laughs> Did you see that meme on Twitter? I think it was with the Colts, and it was like Austin P had like three backs in the backfield. And it was like they put Jonathan Taylor as the name of one, they put Marlon Mack 
is the other, and Leonard Burnett is the third. It was like well, see, then somebody went as far as but Naeem Hines as the Wildcat quarterback. That should have been that should have been a Seattle meme. Yeah, yeah. with Chris Carson, um, Leonard Fournette, and uh, what's the Penny. cat's name? Yeah, Penny? Scott Penny. Scott yeah. Penny. Um. So uh, in my in my prediction the other day, I went traditional, and I went with four. I went with uh, wow. Zeke. I went with Pollard, I went with Dowdle, and I went with Sewell as a, uh, as a fullback. But from what I've heard over the past two yeah. days, it really sounds like they might keep two running backs, which yeah. is wild to me, but I think that that allows them to, to keep more receivers and allows them to maybe carry four tight ends as well, and, and it allows them to, to still go heavy at offensive line because who the heck is going to be the, the back of right. offensive tackles, which we'll talk about, I'm sure. I'm also curious if they're looking out into the free agent market at running backs and going, there's still so many guys out there, so if something does go wrong, you know, we don't have to carry three because we can sign a guy. You know, is Freeman out there. On the team? Freeman, Freeman's still a free agent, so it's like there's still, like, talented backs yeah. out on the free agent market that I know those, you know, Will McClay's got to be going, look, guys, we don't have to lose a young player we're excited about to keep Darius Anderson on the roster when we can probably get him on the practice squad. And if we get so desperate, we can go to the free agent market and bring in a veteran for, for pretty cheap. So I think they're probably looking at that as well. Um, and I think this is another change that we're going to have because I only have them going five wide receivers kind of based off what I'm gathering, um, kind of what some, some insiders are saying. It sounds like that they might not be interested in keeping a sixth guy, and that could be because of an injury that happened this past week. But uh, I have them going Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb, Cedric Wilson, and Noah Brown. Um, I think Brown's the guy that we kept off of our last roster prediction and kind of left a spot for – uh, Aaron Parker, um, you know, Ventel Bryant, Jean V. Johnson, but I think uh, Noah Brown's kind of worked his way back into that conversation as earning a roster spot. Um, and it sounds like that he might be the fifth and final guy on that roster, but what do you guys think as far as the, the number of receivers they keep and who those receivers are? Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. My guy, Noah Brown, 85 Hive, alive and kicking. Fifth wide receiver. I absolutely love it, um, obviously. Uh, Dentel Bryant going down was, was a little bit tough because he's a very good special teamer. So that is tough, you know, from the special team side of things. He wasn't ever going to get on the field as a receiver. Um, but, you know, the, the – He does have more touchdowns than Noah Brown. Okay. <laughs> okay. How many times has he blocked the linebacker, Okay. So that's um, what I want to know. How many yeah, times? I'm sure How many times? Few, there's a few snaps last year, you know. That he didn't do it well. Anyways, no, I, I think five five is the number that I had when I made my prediction the other day. So I, I'm cool with that. And, you know, at the end of the day, this just means that they get to keep whoever they want, really, uh, at offensive line and, and on the defensive side of the ball because they're going to go light on offense. Right. And, again, like, I probably would have thought they would have kept six, but that just doesn't kind of seem like what we're gathering from. I mean, maybe else. maybe Devin Smith sneaks on. I mean, what, yeah. Cole, what, Cole, what do you think about this? Yeah. Do you think that they keep six? Yeah. Um, initially, I did just because, I mean, it seemed like they would go long at wide receiver, short at quarterback. That seemed to be the initial thought, at least to me. Um, but, yeah, you're right. It seems like 
I mean, I saw Jeff Kavanaugh's projection. I've seen uh, plenty of people, John Owning, people, plenty of people thinking they go five, which, I mean, I guess if you really think about it, it makes sense because you're sold on the top three guys and you don't want to go too deep at a position you're so strong at. But on the flip side, Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup have missed games with injury. Um, Amari Cooper's not really practicing recently. Yeah. Um, you don't know if Michael Gallup's going to be able to play a full 16-game se- 16 season at a high level. Um, obviously, we hope he do, but, I mean, he missed a couple games here and there last season. Um, so I did think they were going to go with six. I thought Devin Smith was going to – if they were going to keep five, if you asked me about a month ago, I would say Devin Smith was going to be that fifth guy right. along with Cedric Wilson. Um, but, yeah, Noah Brown's, I guess, really impressing with uh, with a new regime. I guess a lot of people thought – I mean, my, I thought he was kind of going to fade away. Just kind of – it seemed like he was a Justin Garrett staff guy that they loved and they wanted on the roster. But he hasn't gone away. He's really uh, turning some heads. It seems like he's in the driver's seat for that fifth spot. Um, I still wouldn't be – I mean, me personally, I wouldn't be shocked if they go six because sure. I think Devin Smith is a good option to have at the bottom of the roster. Um, he obviously – He's not the most consistent guy in the world, but he, he flashes at times. He's kind of a, offers him a little bit of a deep threat. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it seems like the the writing's on the wall that they're going to go short at receiver and kind of what Dalton said, they're going to go long and, uh, at, on defense. I'm, uh, I kind of get the feeling, you know, from listening to Jerry talk, listening to Steven talk, and kind of just forming an opinion that I think Aaron Parker's the guy that they really want to secretly get onto the practice squad. That's your guy. Um, I think he I think he kind of fits into the mold of what they're talking about as far as like not talking about him a ton in practice, um, not, you know, with the scrimmage, not really showcasing him a lot. Because he's a young guy, he's apparently from what I've kind of gathered from some people that watch these practices, he's actually had really good practices, but They've just kind of kept his name on the DL, and that could be a guy that, that like you know, Jerry mentioned on the radio on uh, you know Tuesday, like they're trying to kind of get onto the squad without making a whole lot of noise, so he doesn't get poached or waived and signed by another team. So it wouldn't surprise me if Aaron Parker is one of those guys to fly under the radar. You don't hear a whole lot about, you know, maybe not make the roster, but could get on the practice squad. I feel like these tight ends are pretty simple. Um, I got him keeping three, Blake Jarwin, Dalton Schultz, Blake Bell. You guys all in agreement there so we can get to these offensive linemen? Yeah, no disagreements from me. Yep, sounds good with me. All right, let's talk about these offensive linemen real quick before we go to break because this is probably going to be the most interesting position group we talk about today. Obviously, you got your main five and Tyron Smith, Connor Williams, Joe Looney, Zach Martin, Lyle Collins. After that, I feel like it's pretty much a crapshoot. Um, Tyler Biedish is going to make the team because he was a – a you know draft pick this year. They're excited about him. I know Mike McCarthy's a big fan of his. You got to think Connor McGovern is uh, going to make the team. He was a third round pick last year. After that, um, Cameron Irving is not good, but probably going to make the roster as the swing offensive lineman. Um, not going to say offensive tackle because I don't think he can play offensive tackle, but I think he could be a Swing guard, swing center guy. Um, and then I have Brandon Knight also making the roster as your swing tackle. Do you guys have anything to add to that? So, I mean, I didn't in mine. Um, and I'm trying to think of, of who I had. I might have had um, 
I'm trying to remember how many guys I had making I got the nine, roster. and that's Tyron Smith, Connor Wins, Joe Looney, Zach Barton, Lyle Collins, Cameron Irving, Tyler Biedish, Connor McGovern, Brandon Knight. Um, the only other one I would think you probably consider maybe keeping is an Adam, an Adam Redman. I think I had Redman. Steele, maybe. I, I think I had Redman overnight. Okay. Is I think what I ended up having, and I think it was just because I had heard that Knight was kind of a last generation of coaching, uh, pet cat type, um, and not so much loved by this group. Um, but I could have heard that wrong as well, or also hate informed by it. Yeah, I hate how. Hate's a strong word, but I dislike how excited this staff seems to be about Cameron Irving. I will say that. Oh yeah, he's terrible. <laughs> I think Cameron Irving is he's down very, awful. very bad. Yeah, like that's kind of why I would personally keep Knight on the roster because if they go into the season thinking Cameron Irving can play left tackle or right tackle for that matter in mm-hmm. an emergency situation, like that's that's Chaz Green waiting all over. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah. I'm not saying Brandon Knight would be any better, but I'm thinking he could possibly be better than the disaster that I could see with Cameron Irving. But Cole yeah. Witcher, oh sorry, no, no, no. So I'm just saying I, I think because Redmond has that position flex all up and down the line, because at the end of the day, I I think that they would they might end up moving Connor Williams out to tackle. And I don't. The, uh, like off the if, bat, or you if, just saying if, if an injury if, happens? If an injury happens. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So who do you think wins that uh, starting guard position? Oh, I think it's already. Yeah, it's, 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 I, I think, think it's Williams. Gone. Yeah, I mean, I, this is definitely one hundred percent jumping a gun and probably a little bit reckless, but like, mm. I think we need to be talking about Connor McGovern like not being a great draft pick last year if he can't get on. Because I mean, again, Connor Williams has been injured. He's had his struggles, like, and we've heard zero push about Connor yeah. McGovern pushing. Well, I, haven't heard, I haven't heard anything about him at Me all. Me either. And it's like, that's concerning, I think. There's a lot of hype going into it, too. I didn't yeah. know how he was going to be. Well, I think it was just a draft pick hype. You know, it was yeah. a third-round pick. I just don't. I think it's starting to get a little concerning that, like, we haven't heard a peep about Connor McGovern, like, looking good at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I really do think, though, that, like, if you're talking about a – you know, veteran, uh, a wave veteran at the roster cut cut down. Like, offensive line's obviously a spot where they're going to be looking to grab a guy if they see someone that they somewhat like because yeah. as far as swing tackles go, they don't have one, um, yeah. I don't think. I think your best option is, like you said, Connor Williams. And then the bad thing is, is, like, all their backup linemen are, like, super versatile, but it's all inside guys. Like, yeah. Biedish can play guard, can play center. Irving can play guard, can play center. McGovern can play guard, can play center. But they just don't have somebody that can also play tackle, which is concerning. Yeah, if I think if they go light at wide receiver, I think they'll go heavy at O line. I think they'll take ten, 10. instead of nine. Yeah, yeah. especially if they only keep two running backs. Like that, that'll yeah. leave like what twenty two guys on offense. If it's three quarterbacks, two running backs, that's five. Uh, math, uh, <laughs> five more receivers. Which is fifteen. Um, no tight ends. Three. Yeah. No, you said five. Oh, that's five. Ten. Is fifteen. Sorry, that's ten. <laughs> um, then tight ends. Three. That makes thirteen plus nine would be twenty. Yeah, twenty-two guys on offense. I don't see that happening. 
Um, I think they'll keep 23 to 25, 23 being on the absolute low end of things. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I think they go deep at offensive line, too, if they can find a way to do so without really hurting themselves. But um, we're going to take our first break, come back, and talk about this defense. We went a little, a little long, so we're going to hopefully uh, speed it up a little bit. But we will be right back. We are talking the star. Support for this show comes from Stolen Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Stolen Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. And we're back on the Talking the Star podcast. I'm your host, Connor Livesey, joined by Dalton Miller and Cole Patterson. Go ahead and follow us all on Twitter at ConnorNFLDraft, at Cole B. Patterson and at Dalton B. Miller. Uh, appreciate every. I said Cole B. Patterson is Cole L. Patterson. Sorry, <laughs> nah, um, but I appreciate everyone for listening. Um, before you guys continue to listen, go to the Blogging the Boys podcast feed on whatever podcast platform you listen on. Click that subscribe button. Give a big shout out to Blogging the Boys, SB Nation, and Vox Media. Appreciate everyone for taking a listen. Uh, so many good shows on the Blogging the Boys podcast feed. Right now, we have so many different voices, so many different opinions, and that's what makes the sport and uh, gig so fun. So we appreciate everyone for, for taking a listen, and um, we uh, hope you hit that subscribe button and continue to listen. But uh, let's get started on this defense. Um, we're going to go to the defensive ends first, our edge players. I have them keeping seven edge players, which seems a little much, but I think that that's what they're going to end up doing. Um, I have them taking Everson Griffin, Demarcus Lawrence, Tyron Crawford, who's kind of a tweener between the two, um, but I got him with my defensive ends, Alden Smith, Doran Armstrong, and Bradley and I. Um, and sorry, that's six guys. I said seven, but those are the six guys I have at defensive end. Do you guys have any one you want to add, maybe a Joe Jackson or somebody else out there? I think you nailed it. Um, Jackson, a practice squad guy, hopefully. Yeah, um, I think he could be. Um, there's certainly a lot of hype for him last year. I, yeah, I just don't know if he can sneak out, sneak onto the roster. Um, I think I Bradley, Bradley, and I kind of. Yeah, <laughs> I think drafting him and yeah. him, him falling to that spot kind of. I wish they try to move one of Jackson or Armstrong before the start of the season instead of trying to sneak one on the practice squad. I mean. They're solid players. They're, they play an important who, position. Who, who would take them? I mean, yeah, yeah, I'd probably give you any six or a seven for them, wouldn't you think? I don't I don't know about that. I don't think so. I mean, I'd give a six-round pick for Dorrance Armstrong. 
There's so uh, listen. I liked Dorrance Armstrong coming out of school, and he's shown some flashes of being an okay rotational player. But man, it's just it's just bad. Like it, like guys like that. There's so there's so many of those guys out there, and not to say that he's a bad football player. There's just so many Dorrance Armstrongs out there. I can't see him getting any value for it. Yeah, I mean you're probably right. I just I wish yeah. they would try to do that, and they might be doing so instead of just trying to outright release one or pass one through waivers, but um, I have them keeping four interior guys, Terry Poe, Antoine Woods, Neville, uh, Neville Gallimore, and Tristan Hill with Tyron Crawford kind of splitting some time at end and defensive tackle. You guys got any you know com- complaints about that one? Nope. So that, way, that makes what, nine overall? That makes nine overall. No, no, ten, sorry. Ten. Who did Jesus. I miss? Who am I Demarcus missing? Everson Griffin, Demarcus Lawrence, Tyron Crawford, Alan Smith, Dorrance Armstrong, Bradley and I. Ah, yeah, okay. Don Terry Poe, Twan Woods, got Neville it. Gallimore, Tristan Hill. Got it, got it, got it. Yep. And again, I, I'm not going to add Randy Gregory to my list because I think people are way too optimistic about him making it back before the start of the season. Cole, you, you got anything you want to add to that? I think you guys nailed it just on that. Um, I will say that how different does the defensive line look with Everson Griffin versus not having him on that roster? I mean, it kind of yep. definitely upgrades that quite a bit. I said that uh, last Everson, Yeah, Everson Griffin came on this football team, and everyone's like, oh, all right, defense good enough. We're winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how I feel, man. Like, he's yeah. a really, really good football player. Yeah, and everybody was calling for it, and it came out of nowhere, too. I know. Yeah. It's, you know, it, again, losing Gerald McCoy definitely hurts. I think it hurts. I'm not going to say it hurts a lot, but it hurts. No, yeah, it hurts but, a lot. Tristan Hill's going to start for this football team. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't say that. I think Tyron Crawford might start you. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. Saving grace here. The 270-pound dude is going to play three technique. I love it. Yeah, I mean, he's still... <laughs> 20 times better than the 290-pound guy um, that drafted. But, okay. but okay. yeah, I mean, hey, hey, I'm not saying it's, it's – it hurts for sure. Um, I don't think it's absolutely back-breaking, like if you lose a late Van Der Esch or a guy like that. But um, what I was saying is, is imagine – take Everson Griffin off this team and then lose Gerald McCoy, and you're like, oh, my God, this is awful. But you literally just added Everson Griffin, and you lost Gerald McCoy, and you're like, no, this defense line's still going to be really, really good. But Yeah. Talks about kind of upgrade they got with Griffin. Yep. All right, these linebackers. This could get a little interesting, too. I have them keeping one, two, three, four, five, six, seven linebackers. Uh, Leighton Vander Esch, Jalen Smith, Sean Lee, Francis Bernard, uh, Joe Thomas, Justin March, and Luke Gifford. There might be some arguments there from you guys. You guys got – do you think they only keep six, or do you think they go deep with seven? That's a good question. So we had how many on all – 20 we'll, – we'll say, what, 23 on offense? I think we had 22 on offense. We had 22 on offense, so this gives us 32. Um, I'm just trying to do the math here in my head. Uh if you're going to have 32 guys by this point, yeah, keep seven. <laughs> keep uh, you have you have that freedom. You're going to have 10 defensive backs which man, that's 
That's yeah. There, there's no way. Like I, I think that they're going to end up keeping seven. I like that. Jalen Smith, LBE, Sean Lee, Joe Thomas, Justin March, Francis Bernard, and Luke Gifford. Cole, what what do you think about that? Yeah, um, I think that is a solid group there. I can't really disagree with. If you're going to go short on offense, you might as well go long on defense or go deep on defense. Um, it sounds like Bernard is really impressing in training camp. He's a guy that I've seen get a lot of recognition on Twitter. I've seen a lot of people hyping him up to be a guy that to look out for. He might not be an elite. He, he's not going. I mean, obviously, he's not going to have like a you know like a Leighton Vander Esch kind of rookie season or anything, but he seems like he's really impressing and um, standing out to this coaching staff, which has to be really um, really comforting for the staff to know because we saw this uh, defense kind of struggle with Leighton Vander Esch going down, with Sean Lee struggling with injuries, with Jalen Smith, um, you know, not being the right. big time guy that we thought he was. So, I mean, I, I agree. I think they do go deeper at seven um, if they're going to go through go short at, uh, you know, running back and wide receiver. And I guess so the one thing I was kind of thinking, too, like if you don't keep a Ventel Bryant, like a Luke Gifford for special teams or just a March for special teams, like having those extra special teams bodies could be important, too, if you don't have a Ventel Bryant or a, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a, you know, one of those other running backs that you might not keep on the roster to play special teams for you. All right, I came away with a lot of corners, too, um, which was a little bit surprising because I didn't really expect to, but it just the way I was building the roster, I said, man, I have space, and, and these guys are, are capable of making the roster. So I'm interested to get you guys' opinion on this. I have them keeping seven cornerbacks as well, um, which surprised me, so I'm, I'm interested to see if it surprises you. Uh, I have them che- keeping... Uh, Chidobe Awuzie, Jordan Lewis, Anthony Brown, Trayvon Diggs, Reggie Robinson, Daryl Worley, and then um, C.J. Goodwin as well um, on the roster as a key special teams guy. Uh, do you guys have seven like like I did, or are you guys looking more at six? Well, I mean, we have room here. Uh, right, and that's, and that's the thing. It's like... Yeah, because with the three specialists, that'll give you your your 53-man roster. Do you want to keep seven corners or six, technically, if Reggie Robinson ends up playing safety? Right. um, Or do you want to keep three running backs in case one running back gets hurt and your other running back doesn't have to take all 35 carries? That's a no-brainer for me. All right. I, I just don't run the football. So. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. right. We can do that too. Um, I mean, let's be real. Let's be real. We're, you know, it's all about the offensive line, anyway. So yeah. I'm sure Tyron Crawford could give you, you know, three yards per carry. Listen, I would, I would love to keep Goodwin for special teams. Um, and with Ventel Bryant going down, you know, that is something that you might have to consider, anyways. Uh, and so if you want to keep seven there, I'm not really going to argue with you on that uh, because at the end of the day, just throw corners out there. And, you know, already uh, I don't think Jordan Lewis is 100% right now. Right. So that's something that you have to keep an eye on as well. So, yeah. And two of your corners have been mentioned playing safety with Ouzie and Robinson. Sure. So, yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah. Not 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 a big fan of that, but 
Well, uh, Weirdos. <laughs> Cole, what do you think about going deep at cornerback with seven? Yeah, I mean, I think that like, you all kind of covered it as far as going, if you're going to go short at other positions, such as running back, um, not keeping six wide receivers, stuff like that, it only makes sense to go um, deep at DB, um, especially, I mean, I think we all agree that DBs are more important than running backs um, right now, especially. I mean, um, and then you just want to, you know, I think there's a lot of quality guys. Like you said, I think Goodwin's going to be a good special teams guy. And um, I think it only makes sense, uh, especially if you're only keep 22, 23 offensive players. You might as well use uh, stock up on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. What, what, what if we What if we do this instead? Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. Uh, Trey Earl Thomas? No. <laughs> instead of keeping seven corners or six or however you want to talk about Reggie Robinson, yeah. what if we have a kickoff specialist? Or a long field goal specialist. Other boy is on the market. He's available. Whenever we need a 65-yarder, get Greg the leg out of there. Bring Mahervich on the field again. <laughs> Mahervich? <laughs> that's what, that's what Jerry called him on the radio. I, know. Um, I think that tells you all you need to know. <laughs> I mean, why don't you have that kickoff specialist? They did it with David Bueller. I'm just the, saying, man. I'm just the saying. Time, the day my football team carries two kickers is the day I, I give it all up. <laughs> but uh, let's uh, get this bad boy wrapped up. You guys only got to keep them four safeties, right? Ha-ha, Clinton Dix, Xavier Woods, Darian Thompson, Donovan Wilson. Yep. Are there any other safeties yeah. on the roster? Like, Do we know anybody else? <laughs> Luther, Luther King? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no I How confident are y'all in that group? Luther <laughs> <laughs> <Lister> King. Uh, <laughs> how confident am I am in the safety? Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be uh. Is there really question. a Luther King on the team? <laughs> it's Luther Kirk. <laughs> Dude, I was gonna say I didn't I know like, who that was. I was like, damn. We are Martin Luther King. I mean, just back, <laughs> coming back. You just you oh, can't say that. You can't. Boy, bro, that's good. <laughs> oh man. Oh boy, Luther Kirk. Yes, Luther Kirk is. Where was he from? I'll give you twenty bucks if you tell me what what college he went to. Was he A and M? Was he? I think he went to like Virginia State or something. Oh really? I mean, let me let me look this up before we miss. I can, tell you, I can tell you who I didn't watch. Illinois State. Yeah, just a junior NAIA football team out of Illinois. Yeah. Yeah, four <laughs> safeties. Unless Earl yeah. Thomas shows up. We'll see, whatever. I don't believe it, but. All right. The three specialists you already know, LP, Chris Jones, unfortunately, and Greg, the legs are aligned. I do like that they haven't been practicing punting at all punt. in training camp. He's punted yeah. once punt. in training camp, which is incredible. Yeah, you don't so, need to. Just don't that, punt. Never that's punt. Awesome. Madden that's right. Just go for it. If it's never less punt, than punt, go for it. Yeah, that's right. We're never going to punt. We're also never going to record a podcast again after this one. Just kidding. We'll be back next week to talk some more football. Two of us will be back next week. <laughs> Where are you going? I was talking about you. Where am I going? Nowhere. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs>
<laughs> well, uh, well, hopefully all three of us. Oh, oh, hopefully all three of us. We'll be back next week. <laughs> Luther Kirk might join the show to talk about where he'll be playing Arena League football. Jesus, he's gonna cancel you. You're gonna get canceled. <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, we're getting out of here before this gets any more off the rails. We'll see you guys next week on the week of football. It'll be back next week, and we'll be back with you as well. See you guys next week. We are talking the star.